Still have these sporadic power outages. And again, if the uh, power does go out and your internet is out, battery-powered radio is still going to be a lifeline. And we will be here throughout the duration of this storm on 104.5 FM. We're getting into some bands of heavy rain over the St. Augustine area, moving in from uh, uh, the Atlantic Ocean, Palm Coast. This is one of the most intense bands of rain. And to Washington, I wanted to bring in WOKV's Blair Miller for the important update. Yes, we're into the peak of this storm, but if you sustain damage, if your property sustains damage and the role that uh, FEMA plays and the importance of disaster declaration, you know, Blair, we hear those things and it's like, well, that may sound like um, uh, paint drying on the wall, but that's really important, especially if your property or your home sustains any sort of damage. So what action was just taken here ahead of the storm? Yeah, absolutely. And that's kind of how it opens up, you know, so people can get some of that money. You know, the federal emergency response has been ramping up once again after Hurricane Ian. We know what happened in Florida. The governor there has declared a state of emergency in 34 counties, all potentially in the path of that storm. But President Biden has also approved an emergency declaration and ordered federal assistance to the state. So this comes as FEMA is still trying to help victims of Ian and pay out claims those who've applied. You know, we were talking with the White House a little earlier this week, and they said the National Flood Insurance Program that they've paid out more than $351 million to policyholders so far from Ian. And so they're trying to establish the same thing for what happens, you know, after this storm. You know, as, as soon as the storm passes through, they want to be in a place where they can help people. But, you know, in, in working and talking with FEMA, you know, Rich, we also found a recent government watchdog report that looked at how FEMA assesses the devastation in these hard-hit communities. It also questioned how accurate the agency is when estimating the damage. So the takeaway for people is, you know, when I was in Florida there after Hurricane Ian, you know, they heard so much, FEMA was saying so much that people really need to document the damage. So when they come in there and they can provide what they have, make sure they have it right on hand. So if you have that cell phone still charged and there's damage to take, take as many pictures as you can. Yeah, do a walk and talk is what Clark Howard usually says. Uh, Narrate it with video and describe exactly what it is, when you bought it, what you think the value is. Blair, is there a concern about funding uh, drying up in things like that flood uh, program, or is that uh, pretty solvent right now? You know, you know uh, officials are saying it's pretty solid, but, you know, when, when they're hit by back-to-back storms like this, they face a lot of questions about the funding on that. And, you know, they have reserves in the billions and billions of dollars that they keep on hand for situations like this. They've never been to the point where they've said, you know, they need additional money for it, but it's certainly something that replenishes as time goes on. So they say they have the resources for it. And they say they have the funding for it. Now, when you have the back-to-back storms like this, it takes resources. It takes money. So certainly it is a challenge getting that out the door. All right, Blair Miller, part of our team in Washington, will stay in close contact with you.